up everybody and welcome to another episode, episode 44 of Off The Record. Um, as ever, I'm your host Imogen Marshall and please remember to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow us along at on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. This week we're talking to the lovely Tammy about her debut album Velvet and Steel. She is based actually in Asia so it's a little bit unusual for a country music or jazz and blues singer. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this interview um, ahead of the release of her album which you can download uh, on all platforms including Spotify and iTunes so make sure to check that out um, and here is Tammy. Hello. Oh fab. How are you? I'm really well how are you? I'm great. And this is okay, short... we're loving London. I know. We're I was going to say, it. is it the first time you've been over here, or have you been many times before? Uh, we've. I've actually been here about uh, twelve years ago. Okay. My my son, who is an actor, he um, was looking at a couple of schools here. He got oh, accepted okay. to a couple of schools in the UK. So we came to look at those, and we were here briefly. But very different those. experience for you now coming over and like playing your music and everything. A really different, I guess, way to way to see a place. Yeah, because now I'm actually seeing like London. I'm, I'm getting yeah. the feel and the vibe of London. And um, of, in between time, we've gone to all the sites. You know, we've seen yeah. Buckingham Palace and the London Eye, and it's just been fabulous. Just, we oh, love London. I'm I love glad. London. Yeah, that's always nice to hear. As a, like as a Londoner, you're like, yes, proud of my city. Oh, it is a fabulous city, yeah. and so busy, and there's so much going on, and I, I'm really, really impressed. And how excited are you for Monday to play your music and like get it out there? <laughs> Really yeah. So for anyone who like doesn't um isn't familiar with your music, what would you describe your sound like and kind of the yeah, just the the sort of sound that you are going for? Well, um I would say that I'm just I'm I'm very soulful and I, yeah. I have a lot of things. I mean, I have a lot of people and a lot of influences that I draw from. Yeah. Um and I've been doing this for so long. It seems like I've hopefully have developed just kind of my own my yeah. own say you know so own like, sound my own take I hear your <laughs> the songs you put out and they're all like you're like that's Tammy that you know you're like <laughs> the, it's just this amazing soulful voice you have that is just so unique oh thank it's you beautiful. so much thank you so much I, I one of the things I learned when I first moved to Nashville when I was quite younger mm. um you know, everyone would give you advice when you'd get in, yeah. when you'd get in town. And they Whether would say, you want it or you know, not. Don't try to be anyone else. Yeah. Always be yourself. And that was one of the things that I took very literal and very serious mm-hmm. because, and it took me a while, you mm-hmm. know, because you, um, I used to uh, go in and record demos for, for songwriters. Yeah. And, you know, they'll say, oh, we want you to sound like such and such. And yeah. we want you to sound like such and such because we're going to pitch this song to them. So, um, And it's hard because you know, at that time also you want to sort of succeed and you kind of want to listen to people. But then there's the degree of like listening to people with the experience, but also like, but I want to do me. I don't want to follow what everyone else is doing. It's a quite, quite a hard right. line to walk when you're sort of a bit younger. Right. And it is, it's a very, it's a tightrope. I mm-hmm. mean, it always is a tightrope, but through, through all of the experiences that I've had, I've learned to find my voice and I know, you know, exactly, you know, I only sing it my way now. I don't, yeah. you know, I only sing it the way that I feel I interpret, you know, so I feel like 
in that way, I feel very good because yeah. you've got to, you know, I've got to a point in my life where I can sing the things that I want to sing and say the things that I want to say. Yeah, I was, yeah, because obviously we'll talk about your album like later on and where you are at now and the message, which is, I think, is like the foundation, I guess, of the album. But going back, so like you grew up in Oklahoma, is that right? I'm sorry. You grew, up, you grew up in Oklahoma. Is that right? I was, yeah, I was raised in Oklahoma for 20, 22 years. My parents yeah. um, moved to Oklahoma when I was, right, I think it was before I was born. And um, then I stayed there all of my life. Yeah. So I can imagine you're sort of surrounded by like, is, the con- is it the country music thing you're surrounded by out there? Or, is, or did you have many influences well, on. actually, it, I, mean, I would say it's the heart of country music. Yeah. Oklahoma has, you know, we have great musicians and songwriters and singers that come from Oklahoma. I'm very yeah. proud of that list. Oklahoma and Texas have a lot of country music yeah. artists that come from there. But um, my father, who was kind of a music aficionado, he yeah. would um, play all of these fabulous records from his record collection yeah. which would be like Ella Fitzgerald and the Ink Spots and so yeah. I had so much diversity as far as growing up and listening to these amazing artists yeah. and um, that was that was such a gift to me which I didn't know at the time but you know when you start researching about like well, how, how do I want to do this music and how yeah. I want to make this music you draw from that and you realize you know I've been given such an amazing gift to be able to have you know an Ella Fitzgerald yeah. or a uh, and having uh, those sort of the range of influences as well of like all these amazing just soulful like powerful women um out yes. there from a very young age that's a really cool like introduction to music i guess and it must be quite a big inspiration yeah. for you yes and i you know i feel very blessed for that yeah. because you know my influences are um Etta james and nina simone yeah. and uh, Ella Fitzgerald and people, women that were, uh, Janice Joplin, people yeah. that were very, very strong in their own right. And, um, you know, I, I'm blessed for that, to yeah. have that influence in my life. It's a beautiful thing. And when did you move, like, to make the decision, which is a pretty big decision to move to Nashville from yes. Oklahoma, when did that all come about? Well, um, I had uh, been married. I was just ending yeah. um, my marriage uh, at that point. I was still in Oklahoma. And I was 20, uh, I think I was 26 or 20, I was 26 or 27. Mm-hmm. And I had my son was 18 months old. Yeah. So um, I just basically put him on my hip. And, yeah. you know, I can remember, I can remember thinking, not guilty, but also like okay well here we go I'm taking you yeah. on this adventure with together me. like yeah it yeah. must be kind of a cool thing and and uh you know I, I was promising him the whole time that you know I promise that you know I'll be a great mother even though I'm trying to you know live my dream and yeah. um uh, so it was quite an experience and I remember there were nights where I would you know I'm you're trying to I'm working full-time during the day I have a, yeah. I have a young child in Nashville um I would have recordings at night, you know, the, the course, demo yeah. uh, songwriters would say, Tammy, come in at six o'clock, you know, we'll, we'll set yeah. you up for these demos. And I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to put him in a sitter because I've, he's yeah. been gone all day. I've been working all day. So I would call them back and say, can I bring my son? He's yeah. really great. He's really great. And he was two and a half and three oh my at God, that time. Probably one and, of the most well-behaved two-and-a-half-year-olds has yes, ever been. Yes, and he, he actually grew up in, you know, me in the studios. He would yeah. grow up, you know, he would know that, you know, while I'm singing, that he would, 
you know, be playing quietly. Awesome. And um, so that worked out. But, it, yeah. you know, at that time, you know, when you're young and I, I always look at young mothers today and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I have the biggest respect for you because there's so yeah. much work into being a mom. And, especially and you know now mom. you've seen you've seen it from, you know, the you've experienced it. So you almost have more respect. You're like, I've been through this. I'm like done it all. I know how difficult it is. Absolutely. And uh, I think I read an article the other day. There was a woman, um, she was saying on the subway that she was trying to breastfeed her child. Yeah. You know, I think her six month old child, she was trying to breastfeed her child, and the subway was extremely busy. And she was hoping someone would offer her a seat. And that article that I read was just really poignant to me yeah. because, oh, my goodness, women, women do, we do it all. We try to, you know, we we uh, make our children the first in our lives yeah. and, you know, we care for our husbands and we work and we make decisions. Yeah. And so, yeah, it I, must be I, when cool... I see women out there managing children and just doing everything, I have so much respect for You're that. Like, really, really yeah, do. we're pretty amazing. Women are pretty amazing people. Um, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can imagine. Um, so when you moved to Nashville, did you sort of, um, have any idea of sort of where you were going? Or was it just like, I need to move here because it's well, the music is there? And then sort of where, how did everything come about then, I guess? Was it just a process of like meeting as many people as you could? Did you have people you knew there already? Well, no, I didn't. I I, I didn't know anyone. And I'm like, the more, well, more, just... more you're telling me, I'm like, wow, it's like an amazing <laughs> decision to make. It is an amazing decision yeah. to make, and you know, I, I have to say, I mean, I did second guess, and like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. You always ask yourself that with kids, you know, yeah. am I doing the right thing? And we, we as mothers are very hard on ourselves, yeah. you know, when we make these decisions, because we don't know if it's going to be the right one, but um, uh, I didn't know anyone, and I just, you know, made up my mind that I was going to go out and try to network in between working. Yeah to see if I could find out how this business works, how yeah. it works, what do I need to do. And, you know, people were very nice and kind, and they would say, I had one little song that I had recorded in a studio uh, in my back pocket, and I would say, this is what I sound like, yeah. you know, what, and I knew at that point that I was there to learn. Yeah. So I would say, how, what is your advice? Yeah. What do I need to do? And I was given great advice, and eventually... Um, I, you know, I sang on the streets of Nashville and then I, uh, Gillies, uh, Mickey Gilly was a great singer, yeah. songwriter, uh, still is, I mm -hmm. think, um, uh, in Texas, but he had a nightclub actually opened up in Nashville and they allowed me to sing outside. Oh, well, amazing. two yeah. months later or a month later, I was inside. I had the bigger show. Yeah. And so you just work yourself up. Work yeah, yourself and you up. make yourself known and you meet the right people and you meet kind people and you meet, well, you probably meet not so kind people, but you yeah. sort of get your name <laughs> out there and you make friends. Um, was it back then, was it more country music? Because obviously, yes. I mean, if you're, yeah, because obviously people, you know, you say Nashville, people go, oh, it's not country music. But sometimes, it, I mean, it's growing to be less so like that, but I imagine it was back then yes and I, you know I had envisioned when I was going to Nashville and making this very important critical decision of my life that I was going to be a country music artist yeah and that's what that was my dream when yeah. when we when we left and um so I tried to get to know everyone I can I was singing country yeah. songs I was very involved in the country music industry I'd go to meetings I'd go yeah you know to events I'd try to network and do everything I had all along with my my 
my, with my child. And uh, eventually, uh, somebody said, you need to go see Harry Warner over at BMI, yeah. and he's going to give you some insight on how to get started. So I had this big meeting with Harry Warner. I think he's passed recently, yeah. but he was very influential as far as getting me to the right people. And he actually called songwriters from his office and said, I've got a girl here named Tammy, yeah. and she's got a good voice, and if you could help her you know, get started in the songwriting demo work. That would be very helpful. And they did. They called me and I went and I showed up and, um, got your name out there and that's all you can do really is just keep working. (laughs) And then how many years into being in Nashville, when, when was the decision to move to the far East? Uh, this is really interesting. In 1997, I moved in 91, I believe. And in 1997, in between that time, I have to say that I um, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer, and this was 1992, not very far after I had moved so, to Nashville. Yeah, and also one and, of the things you're like is life just like keeps just bringing bringing any tasks that to into your life. You're like I, I'm just how almost right and keep on going. My first immediate my first immediate thought when I had the diagnosis was my gosh, I want to live to see my child grow up. Yeah. I want to I want to live to see him grow up. And uh, so I went to Oklahoma with my family and had the surgery, and I came back three months later, and I hit it, hit the road again. I was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm and, just so amazed um, by you right now. I'm like, this is such an imp- <laughs> like, whoa. And um, let's see. And then in 1997, I signed my record, my first record deal with Sony Music. Yeah. And that, that's when we recorded, I think, eight songs off of a country yeah. album. Yeah. Um, just getting that started in the Sony yeah. system, and I had a great producer. Uh, all it's a very country album. Yeah. And after that, I think my producer was no longer affiliated with the label anymore. Yeah. So my my project just basically got shelved, along with a lot of other people, not just me, but yeah. along with you know. And um, so that was disappointing because we had put thirteen yeah. months of recording it's so much work and it's just like (laughs) what can you do you can't do anything and yeah yeah and so you know I was very discouraged after that um but I was like oh my gosh you know work so hard work 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 and uh then I decided you know what I'm just there was a lot of soul searching in those months following that you know the record so I decided you know what I'm just going to go back to what moves me as far as music and that's when I reached out and just soul searched and said you know what I want to do music that's soulful because that's who I am and I need to get back to who I am and I started singing with a R&B soul band in Nashville and I was a successful band and we we sang and my husband got an opportunity to be remarried during this time to a wonderful man and um, go to uh, Asia he uh, yeah. to teach business at a university Amazing. and it was in China and I was like wow this is big and yeah. so I said you know what I'm just going to check the music business out in China I'm just going to yeah go why not like <laughs> This is an amazing opportunity that you kind of just had never seen coming. And I feel like, why not? Like, just go and yeah. see what it's like out there. And as you can tell, um, and I'm, I'm sure this is the case for most people, but as you can tell, you know, there's a lot of things that come at us yeah. that hit us that we're, not, that we're not really ready for. So we just have to make that decision split second 
sometimes yeah. of what we're going to do. So it turned out to be a most pivotal part of my life. Uh, to live in China and to sing jazz in China yeah. was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. Is there a big jazz um, scene, or is it like what what it what is the scene like out there? Like it's just something I've never even thought thought even thought about almost. Well, we uh, we moved to a city called uh, Tianjin, and it's yeah. a it's a they call it a uh, I think a third tier city where it's not it's not Beijing and it's not Shanghai, yeah. but it's a city of twelve million people, yeah. and it's not as touristy and not as uh, expat as yeah. Beijing or Shanghai would be. So there's not a lot of English there. Yeah. So that was a huge learning curve for yeah. me. And I just wanted, I just started going out and we'd go to jazz rooms at night and I wanted mm. to feel the scene. I wanted to see what was going on. Um, jazz had been outlawed in China since 1987. Really? So it didn't come about until uh, 1987. They started hearing jazz, yeah. all these great jazz songs. So and it's so like a, almost like a very new thing rather than being like an, like an old thing, which is a really weird thing to think of, isn't it? Like... It be, for us, it's much more old world so associations of, of its origins, but for them, it's just such a new thing. That's really yeah, crazy. and they love it. I mean, you know, you'd, you'd see young kids at these jazz rooms, and it would be such it'd be the coolest places. Yeah. So I started singing jazz in China. There again, drawing back from my roots, from my father. You know, having all these these amazing records that he played yeah. for me, and um, I just kind of became the American jazz singer, and we would tour yeah. around and play and I had Chinese musicians and they didn't speak English and we were able to communicate you yeah know, you the, become like be able to communicate with people by like facial expressions <laughs> and like just general demeanor I guess rather than sometimes you don't need words and you have the yeah. music which guides everyone anyway yeah and you really don't and that's the thing I you know that you don't you don't need words when it comes to music. Yeah. You you have to you know communicate uh, the language of music, which is the key, and also you you know the general notes, yeah. which they're very familiar with. You know, music is the universal language. It's it around is. the world, and it was such a fabulous, fabulous experience. And yeah. that was a huge turning point in my life. I can That's imagine. when I said, you know what, I can sing anywhere in the world and I want to sing everywhere in the world that I can. And music knows no boundaries and people are people all around the world and yeah. they all love music. And that was such a profound, profound thing that happened yeah, to me. And it was like a very more. spiritual journey, I guess, to go on in terms of just like finding your place and seeing that it's just, your place can be everywhere and anywhere as much as yes. anything else. Yeah. And then how far along, when did, when did the album originate? When did the concept for the album come about? Well, um, after, after China, uh, we had a two year visa that allowed us to live in China. So after the visa was yeah. over, we decided that, you know, Asia was such a fascinating continent yeah, yeah. that that we wanted to stay and um, during that time sometimes we would vacation in Thailand because the beaches of course and it's, the, I mean, the it's a beautiful country <laughs> yeah and it's, it's just exquisite beaches and so we just said to ourselves well instead of just going directly home we're gonna go um, to Thailand and just kind of sit around on the beach for a while and yeah, why not you know just eat some pad thai have some great food yeah, <laughs> Nothing to yeah. And, and we did and we uh, 
some of our friends said, you need to go to this island named Koh Chang. And yeah. it's one of the most uh, beautiful islands in Thailand. It's a very, it still has a nature preserve. Yeah. And it's just, you know, very natural and beautiful beaches. And so we packed, we had one suitcase, we shipped everything home. And we had one suitcase between us and we moved to this island. And we lived there for the first year, a year and a half, just yeah. on the island. And that's where I started singing blues. Oh, amazing. So it's just come yeah. about from there and then... You so you, when did you get the chance to be like right? I'm singing the blues now. I've got all these influences in me. When when did you sort of decide I'm right? I'm gonna actually put out an album and put down some music and record some stuff in the studio. Well, on on the island of Kochong, there are many people that come from around the world. Yeah, uh, it's we we found uh, this gathering that we now consider to be like our very best friends. Yeah. Um, they come every year from all over around the world, from Sweden, from um, Canada, from Russia, from uh, uh, India, yeah. all everywhere. They they frequent this island every year from I think November through April. Yeah, and that's the time to go. And so we've developed this Germany. We've developed this big group of people, and some of the people that used to come to the club and see me. One of a, a couple came to me and said. You know what? We think you're something special, and Aww. we would love to help you put out an album. So we gathered a plan. We made yeah. a plan, and I called my producer uh, back home, uh, Bobby Braddock, who's the yeah. producer on this record. And I had been doing demos for him for years and yeah. years and years, and we're very good friends. And I said, "What do you think about me doing a blues album?" And he said, "I love it. I oh, love it." And um, that's when you're like, "Yeah, that's something special." And someone who knows you really well is like, "Yeah, that's the total fit right there." Yeah, and he wrote Strong Woman specifically for me before this album. So that he went away and said, um, oh, sorry. Um, so that song was written before um, before the album even came about then. Yes. Amazing. Yes, he said, "Let me let me think about this." And and we talked about the direction and where we wanted to go and yeah. and uh, he went through all the catalog at Sony. I think we went through 2500 songs and I said, "You know, Bobby, I just really don't want victim songs because I don't feel yeah. like a victim I feel like uh I feel like you know I at this point I feel very very strong in my life and he wrote strong woman it's amazing because like yeah that's I think that's a really beautiful thing that you've got as the like foundation message for the album about like you're it's more like a survive like survivor empowerment rather than being the victim so was it really important to you to have like a message in the album rather than it just being so Right, and that's what I wanted. And I know, you know, here it is. You know, I'm. Uh, it's not late in my life, but I'm certainly not twenty. And um, <laughs> and I knew at this, you know, you get uh, age is a wonderful, wonderful yeah. thing. And I still feel very, very young. I am. I mean, I feel very young still. Yeah. Um, age is a state of mind. They always say, and yes. also like, and it, it's. It, it certainly is, and I knew this album was going to be very, very special. Yeah. So, of course, we wanted songs that had messages and, and all the things that I have been influenced yeah. with. So we took a lot of time. We took eight months uh, of me being in Thailand and Bobby being in Nashville and him sending me songs and, and uh, you know, me sending ideas back. So it took eight yeah. months to find the right songs for the album. Yeah, and, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it will show. It's just like very carefully thought through and just 
just amazing Thank thing. You. I feel like it must be kind of cool also coming to it a little bit later in terms of having been in the music industry, knowing like you've done country before, you've done jazz, and now you're like, right, this is my sound that I want to put out, and this is me, rather than having like a back, like having people, people now introduced to you as you want to be seen rather than like you changing perspectives from different changes does that make sense you know people, yeah, people don't have to change yeah. with you they are introduced to you as you want to be absolutely and so so therefore i believe that you know things come in time when they're supposed to yeah and i remember when i was reporting with sony people were you know a lot of the people that we would meet in the in the Sony realm would say, oh, we want her to be like this artist, or maybe we can do a record like this artist. And that always felt odd to me because, you know, it was going against the advice that I had received from the very beginning is don't try to sound like anyone else. And um, so, you know, time is a gift, actually. And for me to have this as my first album, I'm so thrilled yeah this it's is, a very this, special thing and your son's written a track for the album is that right he did he did Which the little that's... boy that i used to tag along into the studios and all around the music business became an actor and a singer songwriter that's um, amazing come full school. story like he's been there from the beginning <laughs> in the studio and now he's that's like incredibly special It is so special, and that was a really funny thing because I didn't, when we were looking at songs, um, I wasn't thinking about the direction the way he writes. He writes very modern and, you know, I would say very cool, cool things, Mm -hmm. and I I wasn't really thinking in his direction because he has his own thing that he does, and Bobby was the one that called me and said, you know... I want you to think about recording Saxon's Fly On. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, he had he didn't write that about me, and it's not yeah. really about me at all. And he said, I, he said, just trust me, Tammy. He said, I think this could be an amazing thing on your album. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And, of course, I'm a huge fan of his, yeah. um, of his writing and his art that he does. But... And then it came around in the studio, and it was so special. It's so yeah, incredibly and I can proud it being and special. A that... special moment for you both to share and sort of have that, like yeah. it just yeah, a very special moment really. And we were both in the studio when we were recording it, oh. and it, you know, full circle. I yeah. used to bring him into the studio when you're I was like little boy, so and you're like was... you've written a song yeah. for me, and you're like really tall, and what is happening? Yeah, yeah, and it was just incredible. Uh, the whole thing was just a very, I wish I could just go back in time and live in those three weeks yeah. that we were in the studio. It was all very carefully prepared by yeah. Bobby, and uh, he he just did everything precisely and perfectly, so it was a very wonderful time. We recorded it three and a, uh, May 2015, so you oh, can so understand how anxious I am. You're like, oh my God, I need to, get, to get, this get this music out now, like it's in here and it needs to be out in the world. And obviously you've released um, Sugar Shack already. Why did you decide to go with that as the first um, one you released? You know, that was a surprise to me as well. Uh, When uh, my management and my publicist out of Los Angeles, they uh, they heard the album and they said, you know, Tammy, um, we think that we can we can chart you with the Sugar Shack with Mm. a modern dance hit. And that blew me away because the album is a soul. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? How is that going to come about? I don't understand. Uh, Yeah, it was so crazy. But they said, 
you know, I, we feel confident that we'll be able to get you charted and we feel that we can, you know, this will kind of be an entry into the business and yeah. that, that we love the song and we think people are going to love it. So they, they took the Sugar Shack and they made 22 remixes uh, and made modern dance, um, dance Amazing. versions yeah. of it. And they went all around the world with it. And we charted, and we were, I think we were made, we're even number eight on Music Week here in the UK, oh, which I'm very thankful yeah, for. Incredible thing. And but, then also, also, you did the video off the back of that. Was that a lot of fun to record? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all been a journey, I guess. I could, yeah, I can imagine you're just like, I just need to get this out now, like, just release it <laughs> into the world and go from there. Yeah. And you, I can't tell you how excited I am to actually, like, get my album out because yeah. now people will uh, be able to hear the whole thing yeah. and to me I think that's where it kind of comes together is when well, it is that whole, the whole art thing because I always say like how much I love like listening to a whole album because like people make it you make an album not singles and you think very carefully about where things are going to go and which order and it's so it's just really cool listening to it as an album and it's entire craft right and you know when I was uh, it I didn't know exactly how it was going to turn out, but we thought it would be great. But, um, you know, Bobby had this idea. He said, I want to do a journey through soul so yeah. we could, like, hit the different genres of souls. And this will be an album where people can listen to from the start to yeah. the end. And I thought, wow, how fabulous that's is yeah, that? That's because powerful, and it's kind of like not what I haven't – that's not um, something that people have heard before. So, again, it's just, like, you in an album. Yeah, and I'm, I get to I get to release it in London, so I'm very. I mean, you know, I'm kind of pinching myself every yeah. day. Honestly, it's it's been a really exciting. Journey. So it always ends with just my final like ten just quicker questions. Okay. So white wine or whiskey? I'm sorry. What white? White or... wine or whiskey? Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Um, <laughs> well, being from, I like the taste of whiskey, and yeah. we just went on uh, I have to tell you we just went on like this bourbon tour in Kentucky mm. we started in Nashville and we went all the way up through uh, Kentucky and they had these amazing bourbon tours oh and I became such a fan of the process of yeah. how they make these whiskeys and the flavors and uh, how, you know how long it takes to make such a an amazing flavor yeah. and each one every flavor is different from every distillery yeah so I'm a huge fan of whiskey um, I probably drink more wine I probably drink <laughs> Drink white wine probably more but um i'm really a fan of the process of whiskey and i'm very that's proud really cool. that you really know, we have that. such an amazing um area where i where yeah. i live here in nashville where nashville to where it's yeah you know really cool. you can watch it being distilled and the, the history and the story of it so yeah very cool record you couldn't live without if you're stuck on a desert island Oh, no, this is really good. Mm. Um, I record I can live without. Um, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Ooh. It's amazing, be... actually. There's quite a few people who say that one. I'm always like, just don't see it when, yeah. But it's great, great record. Yeah, or I would uh, I would say also Ella Fitzgerald. I would say a lot of her records. Um, there are, There's a certain record that I play with from Ella Fitzgerald, um, if it's a rainy day that I always put on and it's one of my favorites. Oh, I have to so, that one. Record you're playing on repeat at the moment. Oh, that's so interesting. I, uh, my son Saxon actually, um, sent me a 
link to Jameson Ross. Yeah. He's a jazz artist out of New York. So I've been listening to a lot of Jameson Ross. He's so cool. Very cool. Do you have a female icon? Oh. Uh, Well, Aretha Franklin. (laughs) Oh, of course. Um, A dream concert venue. A dream concert. uh, Royal Albert Hall. Oh, yeah. Oh, would be the dream to play that, yeah. (laughs) Do you have a favourite dish you can recommend from Asia or a favourite place you've visited? Oh, gosh. Too Uh, many places. Too many places to be approved. So many things. Uh, Bangkok. Yeah. Uh, I I love the food in Bangkok, and I can't even begin to say uh, my favourite is a place uh, in Bangkok, and it's actually called uh, Pizza Paula Romano and they have the most wonderful pomodoro, pinna yeah. pomodoro that I've ever had oh. and I every time we go to Bangkok that's the first place we go so it's an Italian restaurant in Bangkok. Amazing. <laughs> Last book you read or if you even have time I feel like you must be so busy all the time. Oh no 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 this is good um, this is really a yeah. perfect time I'm getting ready to go into rehearsals for our show on Monday yeah. night and um so the next couple over the weekend i'll be in the rehearsal studios just getting you know preparing for the show but it's a wonderful time yeah do you have beauty essential i'm sorry do you have a beauty essential um yes speaking of asia yeah um, they have the best skin care ever. Really? I mean, I can honestly yeah. say that from my perspective. Right now, I'm using like a ginseng uh, facial mm. wash and a, and a ginseng lotion. It's, it's it's actually, I think, from South Korea, and it's called Solpahu. Mm, I have to that check out. So, Love it. <laughs> and but then, uh, a lot of the botanicals from Thailand, especially, too, they have these wonderful you know botanical oils yeah. and things that you can use and so i'm really oh, really into that and drinking lots of water of lots course, of water yeah and then my final one is just complete the sentence so music is my life and tammy is determined i love that <laughs> love it thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me um it was really oh, good and i can't you. wait to hear you on monday Really I hope so. Yeah. I hope to meet you in person. You're, yeah, I can tell already. You're very lovely. Thank you so much. No, I'll come, I'll come and introduce myself and say hi. So okay. I'm looking forward to Thank seeing you. So so that was the lovely Tammy and that will do for episode 44 of Off The Record as ever. Remember to stay um, to rate, review and subscribe and to listen to the next episode which will be coming out on Monday with the wonderful Jake Morrell. Bye y'all. Mm-hmm.